have started teaching on money and I am teaching on how poor people's children can become rich somebody say how poor people's children can become rich so this message is for those who came from poor backgrounds you want to become rich the message is for you do I have people in this church that are coming from a certain don't say my father built a house I showed you the statistics if you spend less than 40 Ghana cities a day you are poor according to World Bank according to World Bank if you spend less than 41 Ghana cities you are poor they said extreme poverty is when you spend 27 Ghana cities a day that's extreme poverty. Then average poverty is when you spend 40 Ghana cities a day. The question is, how many people here spend 40 Ghana cities a day? If you spend 40, 50 cities, you saying you are poor. You are having average poverty. You are not extremely poor, but you are not yet rich. You are not part of those who are... Hey. I began to teach on how poor people's children can become rich on Friday and I started teaching you on the causes of poverty so what are some of the things that cause poverty, what are them poor people have a problem with financial discipline they don't know how to use money for what money is meant to be used for they use money for what it is not used meant to be used for they lack financial discipline. Every rich person gets money and takes his five out. Take the money he will give to his mother out. Take the money he's going to use for paying his fuel uh, bills out. Take the money he's going to do. He, they budget before the man begins. They know that at the end of the month, when this money comes, my pastor is taking this, my mother is taking this. I'm supposed to go and give this money. Poor people, they wait for the money to come, then they are confused. They let the money lie down. And when they are going out, they will take some. Then when they are coming, they will take some. Then they will take, before they realize the money is gone and it has not done anything. Have you not noticed that anytime you get money and you don't tell the money what to do? Before you realize the money is finished and it has not been used for doing anything. Do I have witnesses here like that? Especially those of you who had some big amount of money that came like our boom, um, big salary, whatever. Before you realize the money was gone, you don't know what the money was used for buying. Now, poor people, one of the things that causes poverty is what? Lack of financial discipline. What was the next one? They never learn new things. You have to learn new things. Uh huh. Next point. Poor people give up easily. They start something before you realize. They say, ah, it is not working. Let me change it and get another one. Before you realize, they are, they are started a church. One year, five members. He said, Kai, I'm quitting. He closes down the church. Then he moves to another town to go and start again. Yes, they look for get-rich-quick schemes. Get-rich-quick. Strategies that will make them get money faster. You understand? Get-rich-quick scheme, Ponzi schemes. What is Ponzi scheme? Bring 100 cities for 500 cities. Bring 10 people to get more money. They are Ponzi schemes. Let's go. Uh-huh. What people do, they blame game. They blame somebody for their poverty. Instead of blaming themselves for being poor, they blame others for being poor. 
Uh-huh. They spent time with the wrong people. And that was when I was asking you a question that, do you have friends? Do you have people in your life that when you are with them, they talk about money? Oh, I just spent 5,000 CDs. Oh, I just gave this person 3,000 CDs. Oh, you know, we are going to pay this person 7,000 CDs. Oh, we just spent 30,000 CDs last month. We just, then I asked, I said, how many of you have friends like that? Brothers like that? And it looked like almost nobody had any friend or something like that. Except me. Except me. And what is the statement? What is that telling you? It's telling you that you are already on the way to poverty. And the only time you have to spend listening to me to encourage you to talk big things so that your mind will open up to big things, you don't come. That was the thing I was asking the church. And it is a very serious thing that poor people hang out with poor people. It's true. They hang out with poor people. And the few people that will talk big things for... You see... When I begin to teach you on, on how to make money, how to be rich, you find out that the whole idea starts from your mind. Are you listening to me or you are looking somewhere? Look at me, look at me. It starts from the mind. You break the backbone of poverty not just by prayer, but by the mind. It starts from the mind. Prayer works, it does something. But if you break, that spirit of poverty in your family and your mindset is still poor. You are going to be poor. It's not money. Do you understand? And one of the things that allows you to break out of poverty is the kinds of friends you hang around with. And the few friends, the few people that you know that actually talk big things. I mean, you can have a whole weekend. You've not heard anyone mention 10,000 Ghana cities. And the only place you can even come and hear somebody talking about big things. We are doing this. We just did it. It's in church. And you say that the church has not become about money. So you don't come. You say it's like the pastor talks about money too much. He talks about big things too much. He's not supposed to be talking about Jesus. We are talking about Jesus. Jesus talked about money. When, when, when was I teaching that faith for finances or what? Do you know Jesus, apart from the kingdom of heaven, Jesus talked about money more than any other topic. Even Jesus preach more about money than he preached about holiness. He preached more about money. Like, even he never preached on prayer. Jesus walked with them, he never preached on prayer until the day they came and said, hey, you are a fucking mind, pa. We have walked with you, sir. You have never taught us on prayer. Hey. You, you won't teach us on prayer. It means that he, he, he said, you, you don't understand what money, money is. So much that, do you know something? When Jesus was telling them to worship, they have to choose to worship one of these two things. Do you know what he told them? He said, you can't worship God in money. In other words, in the heart of man, money and God are two things that are fighting. So if we don't have a clear understanding about money, we will worship it. That's what many people are chasing about money, but they don't know that we don't chase money. You do something, the money chases you. There is something you must do for money to look for you. If you look for money, you will never get it. Have you tried going to the bank to try to break? Have you seen people who try to look for money are thieves? It's not true. Those who chase money are thieves. They are thieves. They bring the bank. They rob. 
Even go to the bank. Everywhere there's money. There's even money in this offering booth. But if you want to go and take it and let's see. Am I talking to somebody? Money always comes. It doesn't. It, it is not chased. It responds to something. So until those things are done, money will not come to you. And that's why if we lack the right understanding about money, we will end up living a life where we are always just chasing up for money. When actually we are supposed to do something for the money to come. That's why they say we are looking for money. I didn't say I'm looking for money. I said the money is coming. I'm not going for it. I'm just here. It is coming. Do you understand? So, there is a mindset that needs to be built, but the wrong, the wrong associations will develop the wrong ideas about money. And before you realize, you have not come out of being poor. You have not come out of being poor. What's the next point? The poor are afraid of starting something new. They are afraid of starting something new. And again, they are even afraid of being part of a new thing. That's why some people will not want to be part of a church that has just started. Or a young church that is below 10 years. No, I can't be part of it. It is because they are afraid of becoming part of a new thing. Uh-huh. They, are, they cannot control their greed. I'll talk about it very soon. What's the next point? They have no goals. No goals. No ambitions. Nothing. Uh-huh. They lack focus. And what was the last one? Yes, they lack ideas. And the last one is they are unwilling to sacrifice. Now, this morning, I want to preach on something. Bow down your heads. Let's pray. The entrance of your word gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. Open down my eyes that I may see the wondrous works of your Lord. Amen. I'm teaching on the myths about money. The myths and misconceptions about money. The myths and misconceptions about money. Myths. When we say something is a myth, what are we talking about? When we say something is a myth, what are we talking about? A myth is something that is commonly known, but it is not true. It is something that is commonly known, commonly talked about. People usually talk about it every now and then, but it is not true. It is not what? It is not what? It is not true. Myths about money. I found out that poor people have more myths about money. That is why they are poor. Poor people have more myths about money. That is why they are poor. And the first myth that I saw is that the first myth is this. Money is the roof of all evil. Money is the root of all evil. That's the first myth. Money is the roof of money. I'll show it is not true. The first myth is what? Money is the root of money. Money is the root of 
First Timothy chapter 6 verse 10. I have a lot of points to give you. So let's hurry up. Money is the true, the root for you. First Timothy 6 verse 10. For the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some converted after, they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. It is not money that is the root of all evil. The Bible says it is the love of money. I have found out that poor people love money more than rich people. That is why it is difficult for them to give and let go of what they have. When you see somebody that is generous, somebody that easily gives money, know that you have seen somebody that will be rich. It's true. It's true. They are going to be wealthy. They are going to buy things that money cannot buy. They are going to buy relationships that money cannot buy just by being generous. When the Bible says the love of money is the root of all evil, the Bible didn't say money is the root of all evil. It said the love of money. What is the love of money? The word love there means the greed for money. The word love there is greed. It's not like to like money. You can li- It's good to like money. Okay? In the general term, it's even good to love money. But that love is talking about here. Eh? It's the kind of love, it's a negative kind of love that makes a man do bad things to get it. It is that kind of love that makes somebody who should sell a pen for 12 Ghana cities because she needs to pay school fees by Monday she suddenly increases it from 12 Ghana cities to 30 Ghana cities because she has calculated that if I can just change the price to 30 Ghana cities within the next 24 hours I will get that money to go and pay for my rent the willingness to do every bad thing step on people's heads deceive people use crooked means to make sure you get that your rent is what we are referring to as the love of money. The willingness that because your rent is coming, a certain neighbor by you is trying to propose to you, is making things, say, let me have sex with you so that I will give you money. And suddenly you found out that your rent is due. He said, suddenly, because of this money, let me, that is the love of money. That you have gotten to a point where you are now willing to do anything to get money. Is great. Anything to get money is great. The love. Money is not the root of evil because God created money. And so God, if God created money, and God said, The silver is mine, the gold is mine. How can God have evil? Huh? How can God have evil? That all people that followed God in the Old Testament and even in the New Testament, 
one of the things that was a sign that they followed God was that they had money with they had a lot of money it's true everybody you know in the oath in the Bible who worked with God did not have a money problem so why does God give money to people when he knows that thing is evil Why, that, why did God give Job a lot of wealth and prosperity when he knew it was evil? It is not evil. It is how we get it and how we use it that makes it evil. Do you understand? A gun is not evil. I said a gun is not evil. You didn't hear me? I said a gun is not It's a knife evil. It's not used for cooking food. Can't the same knife be used for killing a cow? Can't the same knife be used for killing a human being? Have you not heard people use knives to kill human beings before? Is that not the same knife we used to cook in the house? So it's a knife evil. The use of it. There are people who use their money to sponsor armed robbery. People use their money to sponsor terrorism. Go to countries that have terrorists. You find out that the terrorism is sponsored by very rich people. People with a lot of money. That is greed. There are people that have gotten a lot of money by greedy means. And that is why when you get money by using greedy and dubious means, everything you use the money for to becomes the same thing. Well, some politicians that suddenly, they, they, you see, Naturally, as soon as you go into certain corridors of power, you become a bank manager, you become a certain director of a certain company, you become a certain poly- not you suddenly start seeing money you have never seen in your lifetime before. And if care is not taken, that's why you begin to think that your two houses you have built are not enough. I need 17 more houses, but I don't have money. So therefore... Since I am a, a principal of a school, every student I will take, they must pay before I take 3,000, 4,000 before I take them into my school. A government school. Are they not doing it in the, in the schools? In the nursing trainings? Don't they pay bribes to go there? Somebody said the love of money. Not money. It's the love of money. So the first wave is that a lot of people say the love of money, money is not good. Hey, 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 hey. Money is not good. And the Bible actually doesn't say that money is not good. It is rather saying that the love of money. Point two. It is not what you earn, it is what you save that makes you rich. Another myth. It is not what you earn, it is what you save that makes you it. Let's do some calculations. Are you ready? The second myth is that they say that you must save to be rich. It's not true. The rich don't save, they invest. It's the poor who actually do susu and savings. Don't get offended. You are saying, I'm saving. I may get another 15 I'll come and put it there. I may get another 15 I'll come and put it there. I may get another I'll come and put it there. 
and that 50,000 is all the money you have in the whole world. You think that money will grow? It won't grow. It won't multiply. It's just there. And they keep increasing price of things. So the next time you take it, you can't even buy what it could have bought about a year or two, two ago. It's not true. Now let's do some calculations. Let's say that you receive 1,000 CDs every month. Pick out your calculator. 1,000 Ghana CDs, right? Are you with me here? Hey. Are you here or you are not here? You receive 1,000 Ghana CDs every month. Then you decide you are going to save 200 Ghana CDs a month. Okay? Multiply 200 times 12 is how much? Is how much? 2,400. Multiply times 10. Is how much? In today's time, how? what is 24,000? Maybe you think it is money. It is not. It can only buy a land in today. Out of 10 years time. So you see the problem we have. That is why when teachers take their snacks, it is nothing again as compared. They are like, they have spent my money. They have not spent your money. When you started, you were saving 200, 200, 200. Now it's been 30 years, 20 years of teaching. You expect that the weight of the money many years ago should be. So they turn up 200, 200, 200. You multiply. This is how much you get. Some of them is 100 Ghana cities that they deduct. How much do they deduct from you every month? Senate. You don't know. Who else knows? Don't check your face. Oh. So you see that in 10 years' time or in 10 years, you have only 24,000 CDs. And you think it is money, but it is not. Because in today's time, 24,000 cannot get you a good car. So if you say, I'm saving to buy a car. In 10 years' time, it can only buy a motorbike because now motorbikes, if you need a brand new motorbike, 9,000, 10,000, the lease is 8,000 cities, a brand new. About three years ago, it was 3,500, you get a brand new motorbike, 4,000, get a brand new. Now it is now 8,000 cities. So 10 years' time, how much would it be? So they say it is not how much you what? You, you earn. It is how much you say, but it is not true. It is how much you earn. That determines how rich you become. If you are earning 1,000 Ghana cities and somebody is earning 5,000 Ghana, do you think you can do the same things? You cannot. It's a lie. The one earning 5,000 cities is bound to be able to do more things than you who is earning 100 Ghana cities. Can you imagine? 100 Ghana cities. Let's multiply. 100 times 12 times 30. 36,000. 36,000. That's it. That's the sister. So, so I've just told you how much you're taking for your pension. Even today's time, ask her if she has not spent more than that within this year. Thirty-six thousand Ghana said when she is now a sixty-year-old woman going to take her money. Do you understand? Do you understand? So it's not like somebody has spent your money on. Any money, Missy, any money, Missy. Omundi, it's kind of value, no swat. It is how much you earn. Can you imagine if if she were she were to be earning five thousand and they are taking like one thousand cities? 
multiply times 12. Some two, sometimes they add some small interest to them, but 1,000 times 12. Already one year is 12,000 cities. Times 30. 360,000 Ghana cities as pension. Pension pay. That is why some of those people who work in Cocoa Board, those doctors, when they go in pension, their money alone is more than enough for them to go and have holidays overseas. Don't let anybody lie to you. That it is not how much you earn, it is how much you earn. The amount of money you get determines how rich you become. It's not how much you save, it's how much you get. It's how much you get. So if you are getting 200 Ghana cities, Yere Pimsuko, Yere, Sayanko for Yere, Denara, Yere, Sign. That should just be your song because Charlie. Yes, yeah, Come to think of it, look, there are lots of people that are grounded in life because they didn't also teach them how to be successful. And the children come to suffer and they complain that it's God, it's not God, it was their parents. Because they feel like we are just going to die very soon and go to heaven. Why do we have to be rich? Let me ask you, how old are you? Have you died and gone to heaven? If you should add 30 years more, 30 more years to your age, you are coming to live here. Every day you take car, you go up and down, you pay school fees. And you are just saying that, oh, we are just, let's just focus. All is vanity. Vanity upon vanity. It is true, all is vanity. The one who was saying all his vanity had all of those things. What he was actually saying is that you see, you see, these things you will get them, you get them. But what the most important thing is your soul. He's not saying these things are not needed. The best church auditorium ever built. Was what Jerusalem? It was full of the walls were made of gold. Vanity, no, this year sorry, die. Emma, you are making Shirabi Kwato. Vanity, but no one who said vanity. So, Charlie, money is vanity, but it is needed for survival on earth. Because if you die, you won't take it along. But while you are alive here, you need it to live along here. If you die, you won't take your money along. But while you are here. Until the day we die, we need money. The money is coming. No, you didn't understand. I'm preaching something. I'm preaching a very important thing. Because eh? Like last time, Reverend Solomon was telling you, most of the people who came were not mature though. They were just some Christians. They said, ah, I'll go, I'll go. Carried their Bible. They had no Then they came and also preached to people that didn't have a full idea of what the Bible was all about. Because the Bible, only two people had it. And the main idea was to preach about the kingdom and that, that they will die and go to hell. So that was the main idea. So you realize that the certain kind of Christianity started.
Point three. I'm changing your mind. I'm changing your mindset. I'm changing the way you see money. So that when you are working for it, when you are you are you are doing putting things in place to make money, you understand what you are doing. You are doing something that will affect your children, affect your children's children. When you are making money, when money is coming to you, it's not just coming for you alone, it's coming for your children. Someone say, My child should not suffer. But listen, you see that I'm telling you that when we are when we say we are making money, eh? What are you telling yourself? That if you are going to be poor, your child can also become anything. You could have been become better than you are. So you are you are already cursing your children by being poor. You are cursing your children. You are saying that Brahmi Brahmi so me ma mumbe bless her. That's what you are saying. That's why I said the money is coming. I said the money is coming. I would rather die than be poor. I would rather want to be a witch and be drinking blood than to be poor. To be poor, I would rather want to have no legs than to be poor. To be poor is the greatest case. You can be a very handsome brother, but poverty will make you wretched, useless. Let me show you a scripture in the book of um, I posted it on the page. Where is that scripture? Ecclesiastes. Look at this. So that you understand why I'm teaching this thing. Look at this. Ecclesiastes. Sure. I saw pastors that are poor when I was growing up. I said, no, Lord, I must do something pastors don't do. I must do more. Because pastors, a lot of pastors, the mistake they make is that they limit their ministry to their church members. I told myself, no, I will live beyond this level of ministry. I will bless outsiders. I will bless people. I will be a blessing. I will teach people how to make money. So that they will come back and honor me. And that is how I am living. People will always honor me. I will help people. I will pay school fees if I can pay. I will pay school fees and send people to school. So I will do more. I don't want to be poor. So that my child will not say, this boy will be a pastor. You see how blessed I am everywhere I go. Ask my wife. Everywhere she enters, people just know. Do you think if she were to just be a teacher, people would do those things they do for her? And you don't want to be a pastor? <laughs> Why is the scripture? This wisdom I have seen. This, this, then said I. <laughs> go back, go back. Go back to the verse 15 or 14 or 13. Now, now look at it. Now there was a found in no verse 14. There was a little city and few men within it. And there came a great king against it and besieged and built bulwarks against it. He came to surround this a very little city, like very little, like Brady. Okay, by a small area like this, a small area like this. Then a very great king came I'm coming to conquer you. And he built walls around the place. He built bulwarks. They were like um, 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 lighthouses. It's like a, when you watch a movie, you see that there will be somebody on there. He's holding an arrow. It's a round something. 
That's what he's talking about. He built them point, point, point to surround the whole place. Then look what happened. Next verse. Now there was found in it already the guy has a nickname. The nickname is a poor wise man. They didn't mention his name. People don't care about your name. You can be called rich mond. But still. So it is not your it's not your name. It is what you, you can do. That is that affects who you are. That's why you can have a certain name like poor mon and be rich. Little Mr. Little. There are some people who are called Mr. Little, but they are great. So they even ignored his name. It was possible his name was even something. They didn't mind it. They just said this guy forget his name is poor wise man. No name. Poor mice wise man. And he by his wisdom delivered the city, yet no man remembered that same poor man. Why? Because he was poor. When you are poor, nobody remembers you. Because already you have but do you know that do you know that people keep giving money to the rich? Yes, You don't know. The rich keep receiving money even from strangers. When people reach, they just keep giving to them. And you find out certain poor people, people don't give to them at all. There is a certain young minister somewhere. 20 cities crown they don't have. But people keep sending to me. And I can tell you that the kind of money me too I need. Eh? A certain man of God doesn't need them. People keep sending. And sometimes they And they keep saying, why? Why do the rich keep getting rich? So sometimes you see they'll do something like, eh, why couldn't we give all this money? We could have used it to take care of the poor. We could have, because, because this universe has been programmed not to respond to that kind of thing. That because you are poor, somebody should just come and give you money and you become rich. No. It doesn't work. Because money is a spirit. It's not the currency. Let me see. Somebody should give me money. It is not that money. That is not what is money. Money itself is a spirit. That's why the money on your mobile money. Can you see it? But it is there. And you are rest assured that you have money. Is it true or is it not true? So money is not the paper. Who, has, who is giving me one? This is not the money. That's why it is called currency. It's a current. Can you see electrical current? Can you see electrical current? So this one is rather, that's why it's called, it's called, um, um, they have a name they give to Is it Dino? Denomination. Do you know denomination? It means something that is representing another thing. This is not 50 cities, but this is representing. I have power, a certain power to buy. Let's say you don't understand. These churches, they are lost. I want to buy this thing. They say it's 50 Ghana cities. And I want to let them know I have the power. Remember Deuteronomy. The power to put to own it. And they said, show me your power. I said, this is my power. This is a proof that I have that power inside of me. And this is that proof. So money is the proof of the moon. That is why sometimes you can be broke and not be poor. Am I telling somebody here? Being broke doesn't mean you are poor. You can see a very rich man in a week. He doesn't have money at all. His account is zero, zero, zero. The next week, his account is hundred thousand five hundred and something dollars. The next five days, it's left with five thousand Ghana cities. The next fifteen days, it has tripled again. So the time he had only thousand Ghana cities, was he poor? 
because already he was having a business running and that business is going to bring him money by the weekends power so this is not money Write it down. That's why those who chase this, they miss it. Sakawa boys don't chase this. They chase the power. Christians don't chase this. Chase the power. But this young man had wisdom. He didn't have the power for money. Let's race. Then said I, Wisdom is better than strength. And it is true. Because the guy was not strong, but he was able to do something. We don't know what he did. Wisdom is better than strength. And what? Nevertheless, the poor man's wisdom is despised. And his words are not heard. You will not understand why. Sure? When you are poor, people think you are stupid. But it is not true. It is not true. You can be the wisest person in the world. And because of your poverty, when you enter their life, you too, who are you? What companies do you have? Which family are you coming from? Then you can see a very rich person who is as stupid as he is. But when it comes to in the area of money, he's rich. Whether he had it from family, whatever. Then he is rather there dictating. That is why some people are dictating over your, our lives. That something is wrong. You can carry money and use for something useless when the important is actually there. What, what is that telling you? And you is wise. You don't have the money to do it. Because the poor man's wisdom is despised. Never choose poverty. Never, 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 never. Never choose poverty. Wealth will give you a voice. Money will give you a voice. Power will give you a voice. Give you. Have you heard the statement when you scan to When you scan to when you scan to what it actually means is that money has a voice. It speaks. Four months wisdom. When I saw it, I cried in my heart. My sister, who on your side? It's me. The baby company is not normal, but scared with India. India, what to her? What's rest of the scanner? I sent to craft for beyond India. So I'm not now. Our friends are more scared. At the same time, I'm also discover how to move before from. So we are now because when you are poor, nobody even wants to give to you. All this entrepreneur, let's go and give to the poor. Let's go. It is just for show. They will give 500 cities to the poor. They will go and give 10,000 cities to the rich. Ah, ah. Why don't we give the 10,000 cities to the poor? They go and give the 500 to the rich because the rich already have. No. Because you can't go and give. Remember Malachi. He said, go and give it to your governor and see. It means that if you have to go and give money to a very great man, you shouldn't just give anything. You want to go and give Nanadu a car, a gift, and carry a Corolla as a gift. And so, oh, I bought it for 100,000 cities. You carry a Corolla as a gift for the president of Ghana. 
He will come and say, What do you, what do you take me for? And that's the question people ask on social media. Hey, you are giving to all this, but are they no? Those people, those people are giving to them. Do you think they are stupid? On him, do because on him say anytime you mass up for no gifts to no business, ni boomy. You don't have sense. You don't know. They keep giving to a man who doesn't want it because they know what they get by giving. And the man himself has a committee. So what they actually do is later they now begin to distribute them. To pastors and people that they know from they give to them to use church members to use as taxis and that's what they do and the ones that they, they rather sell it and add the moon to the church and there are so many that they don't they now have they bought land as the cars are just there and the question is those people giving don't they have poor family members because don't mind you they bought some for a poor family member and because poverty is not money That is why you see that a very rich man would do something for a poor person, then they will see the attitude and say, I won't do it again. It's not the money, it's the mindset. I want to ask you a question. question. The person who is paying your school fees for you, or let's say that somebody has paid your rent for you. Let me ask you a question. I I, I use that example on Thursday. I said, I paid your rent for you. Okay? And you don't come to church. Rent and so I met you. That is why you will see people do good for certain men of God or certain people and their own family men, they will not do it. Because come to think of it that the person is has built a house, you are living in the house. When you need somebody to come and do work for him, you don't come. You give a seat. My waist is paining. My buttons is paining me. My neck is paining me. Next time, he's already thinking how to take you, remove you from the house. I'm talking about real life experiences. I chat with people and sometimes they, they share this. They said, Can you imagine that I built a seven bedroom house and my brother is living? This is one of the story. My brother is living in the house. He doesn't, sometimes when I go, cobwebs all over the place. Sometimes when I call him in Ghana, I said, I want him to go and do something for him. He gives a skill. And I'm a fool, make him a fool, and this. So, prophet, I want to remove him from the house. A house full with AC, everything inside. You all your life you would have never slept slept in it. And always, I, he says, he even sends money to buy power. Do you think people are foolish? Let me ask you. Do you think people are foolish? Do you think you will do that again? I told him that if you leave him there, you are being a reckless person. God cannot entrust you with more wealth because you are a stupid steward. Do you know every rich person is a steward of God's money? Every rich person. Misusing money. Misuse of money. is already a proof that you are not a good steward ready for another amount of money. Because I've told you that the money you get is for your children. It's for other people that are yet to come. It's for you to make Ghana better. It's for you to make your community better. 
God is giving you money to go and change that place and build a school there and build a proper house to show them how to build houses you are not just getting money for nothing and you get money you go and use it on people who do not appreciate it and you expect to get more it won't come that's why some people when they do certain good their money stops coming chat with people they tell me prophet i went and did some good there eh? i carried money went to gifts and after i finished my business just came to a stop i said i thought i said i looked at him and i laughed i said you don't know look this is something i've known since i was a child that money is a spirit it is god who actually gives and the funny part is that he does you most of the time he doesn't give to his children because his children are not good stewards didn't the bible say his pours rain on the wicked and on the Worship. It's not part of my point, but I have to say it because we are teaching on money. You are a steward over God's money. Any money you get, that's why I ask you give me 10%. Any money you get is God's money. And He's expecting you to use it productively. If you are my child and I'm paying your fees and you are stubborn, I stop it. I will stop. I won't pay for it. I won't take care of a reckless son. It's not my work. You understand? That is why sometimes God will open financial doors into your life. But because you are reckless, the door just shut and that the money doesn't come again. You start seeing money coming, but you are just reckless. You are greedy. There is something wrong. Most of the time, people, God gives you money because he expects that money to be used for doing other good things. So I always write on my status. I use money to better my life and the life of others around me. That is what money is supposed to be used for. Ah. The church is not ready. I will teach this next year. I will teach this next 10 years. I will teach this next 10 years. Point three. They said money can't buy happiness, which is a lie. Myth. Money can buy. Are you sure money can buy happiness? When you see a certain alert on your phone, what do you do? Huh? You are there, pa, chale, you are a broke nigger. Suddenly, pipi, 500 Ghana. All your problems disappear. Am I talking to somebody? So who told you money can buy happiness? You think the, poor, the rich are, are not happy? They are more happy than the poor. You think that, oh, the poor are usually happy. So you see them? Sure. What What That's why all these rich people, they have more problems than us all. But you see them, they are in a car, they can melt away all their problems. Who told you that money can buy happiness? It can buy happiness. It can buy happiness. Somebody say money, money. can buy happiness. I used to think that money can. I also used to think money can buy happiness. And it just says that I used to think that money can buy happiness, but today. I can say that money can go a long way to make you happy. Let me ask you a question. As some of you are here, some of you, 
what you actually need, but you have become so sad because you can't pay your rent. You have become sad because your travel door has opened, but you don't have money for a visa and whatever. Suddenly, money comes and you become happy. You're excited because your dream, many dreams are squashed because of money. Many dreams are squashed because of money. Many dreams have been buried because of money. Some people were a common school that a school crowd no who said that means was hard. I'm telling you the truth. School who said that means we go to school just to go and learn how to read and write. Most of the rich people they don't even know the principles of money, the principles of all these principles of 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 um, um, save money, all these quadrants. I think Linda and God did marketing, though those who did economics, you know all those things. Most of them, they don't know all those things, but they keep making money and getting more money. Why wow, because school goes to your economics and you are broke? So it means that it's not the school. And some people even went to school and they had first class, but they are broke. It's not the school. Have you not learned it early? You went to do guidance and counseling, but your marriage is even collapsing. Are you not trying you, know, you have applied all those things. You think it is easy. School is just to give you a foundation for your life. School is a foundation. Schooling. Maybe I'm doing degree in educational, whatever. It's a foundation for something. It's not a thing. I'm to think of it that you have carried yourself, you have gone to Accra, you have rented some big hotel, moving pick or um, Fiesta Royal. Then in the morning, some people will come and give you breakfast in bed. You're like, hey, Radim. You, are, you, you don't know you don't be poor. This church wants to be poor. Get fast in bed. Then when you are done, they will come and massage your back. You go to the spa. You ah, there is a swimming pool. You just go. You don't know what swimming pool even. Swimming pool even increases your your life expectancy. Swimming increases your life expect expectancy. The biadis are here. You know this. Yes, sorry, I need a far back. You know, swa, hey, swa. This is the same. Swimming pool, it increases your life expectancy. Then you come out, then you go and sit by the beach, and you are just watching a pool. Are pool. you having the feeling? Say, I'll be there. You just jump out of the plane. Then they come with a, a Rolls Royce to come and pick you to the hotel. Somebody's holding your back. Another person is opening the door for you. You enter an elevator. You enter the room. You see. Your eyes are seeing gold and things. You're like, wow, I'm sleeping on this bed. What are you talking about? Who said money can buy? Are you sure money can buy happiness? I like your shirt. Money. Money can buy happiness. Oh. Money can buy happiness. Money can buy happiness. Money can buy happiness. I've seen people become joyous when I give. They are stranded. Suddenly, I give them a certain amount of money, and I see tears on their. They are, oh, What are you talking about? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Money is coming. Let me give you the last point. Oh, Joe, come on, 
This one, the church will not like it. Another myth, the fourth myth. If you pay tithe, you'll be rich. Paying tithe doesn't make you rich. It makes you blessed. He said, I'll open the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing. He didn't say, I'll bring money. Your tithe is 10% of 100. How does the 100, the 10% make you rich? When the 100 is already there. You are taking 1,000 Ghana cities a month. You take 100 Ghana cities, say the 100 Ghana cities will make me rich. It's not the, it's the 900 Ghana cities that is supposed to make you rich. So Christians just give tithe, then they close their hands. Malachi 310. Give us 310. It says, Prove me now herewith. Say the Lord of hosts, I will open, if I will not open the windows and pour out a blessing, that there will be not enough room to receive it. That is, I will pour out a blessing into your room. But you don't have a room. So when the blessing comes, it's hanging in the air. When you read Deuteronomy chapter, give us Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 2. Let's see how God blesses us to be prosperous. All this blessing shall come upon you and overtake thee, if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. Uh huh. Blessed shall thou be in the city. You are not in the city. You say you'll be blessed. You're in the village. You'll not be blessed. Blessed shall thou be in the field. When you're on the farm, you don't have a farm. So where is the blessing going to come? Next verse. Blessed be the fruit of thy womb or of thy body so you have a body healing healing strength and the fruit of thy ground but you don't have a land so where is the blessing coming from and the fruit of thy cattle you don't have cattle so that a blessing will come that one cow will give birth and the children will be strong you don't have any goats the blessing is hanging in the air after you pay the tithe, the blessing is just hanging in the air. It's waiting for you to have a poultry farm. So that God will prove himself in this present economy that you can still be rich by having cattle, but there is no cattle. There is no business. You start, the whole idea is that you must have something that brings you money so that the blessing will come back to that thing and bring it more money. is not enough. Working for the government working for any business is not enough for the blessing of the type. Working for any company is not enough for the blessing of the type. You must have your own enterprise for the blessing of the type. Hey, hey, who? Are you who? Are you who? Oh, I've given my type. I know that I'll be rich. Who is deceiving you? Who is deceiving you? The increase of thy, thy kind, your animals, and the flock of thy sheep. Verse 5. Blessed shall be thy basket and thy store. You don't have a basket. You don't have a provision shop. You don't have a store. Do you have a store? 
Blessed shall thou be when thou comest in and when thou goest out. Next verse. The Lord shall cause thy enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten before thee by faith. They shall come out against thee one way and flee before thee seven ways. Verse 8. The Lord shall command the blessing upon thee in thy storehouses. Start something. Start something. If it has to do with selling earrings, start it. Start something. Start something. Start something. Turn to your neighbor and look at your neighbor and say, It's time. Where's your store? Start. Start something. Start something. It will not it will not blow in one year. It will not blow in two years, but start something. It will not blow in two years. Start something. Have something. It will not blow in three years, but have something. Have something. Be consistent. Give your tithe. And let the blessing come on that something. Have something. Where is your something? The tithe again, God, do you even give it at all? But I'm just answering the question. I give my tithe, I'll be rich. Just four houses. And in all that thou settest thy hand unto, that you are just idle, their hand is not doing anything. Oh, a Christopher. And he shall bless thee in the land which thou, the Lord thy God, give thee. I have verse 9. The Lord shall establish thee and holy people unto himself. And as he has sworn unto thee. Verse, verse, verse 10. And all the people of the earth shall call, shall see thee, and thou that thou art called. And they shall flee, and they shall be afraid of thee. So you see that there is a blessing that causes people to like you. There's a blessing that causes people to fear you. So these are the blessings talking about opening the window and pour down a blessing. These are the blessings. When you look at even the Malachi 3 verse 11, you see some of the blessings there. So some of the blessings that it will bring you favor. And that favor, if you're able to handle it well, is what will bring you the money. It's what will bring you the wealth. So when I say the money is coming, I know that I found favor. I'm doing something, the money is coming. But you're just saying the money is coming. The money is coming. But you are just there. You don't have any friend. You have no favor. You have no business. You have nothing. You are doing nothing. The money is not coming. Even those guys who do the sakawa, when they do it, they get somebody to take the money from. It's not true. They communicate with a certain person. Oh, I have 10 acres of land. There's steam, but I have to cut it and ship it. Send $10,000. Then something will do them and they will send the $10,000. They don't just, just sit down. They do something. Some of them, they tell them at midnight, wake up and go and stand somewhere and do this and do this and do this and do this. There's one man, they said that he's in Accra. He's one of the richest people. When it is getting to Christmas, he has to relocate to a certain city in another in, in the country and look like and dress like a madman for one month. The next month, his money overflows like it. So every December, he has to live and go and live like a madman. What are you doing?
Let me tell you something. When the blessing of God of the tithe comes, suddenly, certain doors begin to open. You go for an interview, they say yes. These are the things you should be praying for. You go to meet your in-laws, they say yes. They don't give you up and down and at this. No, you can't reject a blessed man. Reject a blessed man. No. One touch. No devil from anywhere. You have to command the blessing of God, though. They see you selling something. There are 17 people. The person will pass all the 17 because they feel like there is something about this person. Here, I feel like buying from the person. While the others are even smiling, you may even be looking somewhere, but they come to you and stand before you and say, I want to buy. Let that kind of grace be seen on our lives. in our minds. They got stronghold that. It is something you have in your mind that is stopping you from breaking through. It is stopping you. It has become a blockade. It is that wall that is stopping you from moving forward. So when, instead of opening up yourself to be successful, you limit yourself. Sometimes I say I want to do something. Somebody says, "Oh, I'll, I'll get it for you." Before I realize, somebody else has come to do it. One time I made a statement. 
Some people are offended. I said, what you need is not your pastor's money. It's not your pastor's money. If not, you limit a certain kind of flow of the blessing. If the pastor is generous enough, he will do it. But what you need is not the pastor's money. What you need is the blessing. If not, you hinder the flow of the Spirit. And that's what Satan has told people. They are offering the church. Why are they not giving to the members? Why are they not giving to the If they give to the members, the members will be poor. Because the members are expected to give so a blessing will come. But when they give, you say we should give, them back, back, give it back to them. Do you understand? Then that means that they literally kept the money to themselves. There was no sacrifice. And today we are doing a harvest. Means out to the maker and say, Oh, I have sacrificed this money to buy a mobile phone for myself. You have not sacrificed any money to buy any. You have not sacrificed because the mobile phone was bought for yourself. I don't know if you understand. I have sacrificed the money to buy a shoe for myself. What are you talking about? Can you sacrifice for yourself? Can you sacrifice for yourself? That's what it is. What you say, we have given the offering now. Let's take it back and give back to you. You have not, you have told God, God, I give you, I've given you the money, but I'm coming back for it. I've given the man of God the seed, but I'm coming back for it. I'm taking it back again. You have to be smart. Oh. Look at you, look at you, a young lady like a young man like you. You cannot believe God for a major breakthrough in your life. You cannot work. You cannot get something to do. You are just looking up. The blessing is coming on. But it must come through something. It must come through something. It must come through something. Yesterday I went for a meeting. And there was a guy who was playing the drums. And the Lord spoke to me about him. So when you are done, give him this. Thing. I said, okay. So when we're done, I didn't do it. I went out. I just, I just spoke with a few people. Then I left. As soon as I went, I saw him coming to me. Wow, well, it's been a while since we met. It's a blessing. Oh, I said, what are you doing? He said, oh, they are doing a program. I decided I was coming to help them. And I said, okay. Me too. I came to help you. Then I took what God spoke to me and I gave to him. Because he went there to do something. If you were to be in the house, you wouldn't get it. Let me tell you something. eh? Sometimes you say, I'm going to charge some job for somebody, but that person ends up liking you and suddenly where to eat has stopped. They say, oh, I feel like I come and live in my house. Because you are sitting in the house, you are waiting for a certain somebody to miraculously have a dream and see you in their dream. And come and look for you and say that God has sent me to come and give you this. To come and pay us. To come and help you travel. God has sent me. And you start calling me. I need money. I need money. Me, you need money. I need more money than you. If you don't speak the truth, people's life gets destroyed. 
don't speak the truth to people. They, they just hang around like that. Their life just get destroyed. Tell yourself that being poor is something you don't want to do. Tell yourself that. Being poor is something I don't want to do. I told myself as a pastor, being poor. That's why I do more than just coming to preach on Sunday. I do other things. To a whole year online, we'll see, we'll see. And then, so you, if you, if you do online church, nobody will come. You won't get five people. You won't be able to bless people. Lift your hands and say, "Lord, have mercy." Lift your hands and say, "Lord, have mercy on me." My help comes from the Lord. My help comes from the Lord. Now put your hands down.